Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Northern Kentucky Spotlight Podcast presented by CBG. I'm your host, Sarah Brookbank. Today on the podcast, we are joined by Michael McSwain, owner of Easyway Medicare, who will talk with us about the differences between Medicare supplements and Medicare Advantage plans and how an agent can help you navigate the crazy world that is Medicare. And on NKY at Work, Nancy Spivey will be joined by L.A. Stopa of Cancer Support Community, who's going to do a deeper dive into how employers can help employees who are impacted by cancer. Thank you to our podcast sponsors, CVG, our title sponsor, C-Crew Consulting, our digital sponsor, and our episode sponsor, Haran. This week, NKYP is hosting its quarterly lunchtime leader chat. 2022 Next Generation Leader Award winner Chris Cook of TKOR Holdings will join NKYP on Wednesday, November 16th to discuss his career journey, including how he has been able to quickly scale his businesses, why he chooses to do business in Northern Kentucky, and the advice he has for emerging leaders building their own careers. You can register for this event at nkychamber.com events. It's also where you can find out all of the events that we have coming up for the rest of the year. We have a couple of other good ones coming up and so many more getting added every day. Now, let's go meet our members of the week and hear from our sponsors, and we will meet you guys back here with our guests. CBG Airport is the lowest fare airport in the tri-state region with 54 nonstop flights and direct international service to seven destinations, including Paris, France, and now home to both DHLs and Amazon's global cargo hubs. The airport is furthering its position as leader in aviation and is deeply committed to being an economic driver for the community. You can learn more and start your next adventure at CBGAirport.com. Ranking on Google Search and Maps is easy to understand, but hard to do. It requires constant effort and attention, uploading new photos, responding to Google reviews, writing weekly posts, and checking suggested updates. Google listing optimization takes experience and time, and there are no shortcuts. C-Crew gives your Google My Business account the steady, consistent attention it needs to be effective, optimizing, updating, and expanding critical content every single week. From local retail stores to large regional networks, C-Crew generates content, establishes benchmarks, and creates dramatic measurable increases in engagement. So what can C-Crew do for your business? More calls, more clicks, more clients. Congratulations to our members of the week. You can learn more about these businesses by following the Northern Kentucky Chamber on social media where we will highlight one of these businesses each day. Now, let's meet our members of the week. We have a couple extra members this week due to the fact that we will not be having a podcast next week. Baptist Life Communities is the largest provider of housing, healthcare, and a variety of beneficial services for the 55 and up community in Northern Kentucky. Flourish Psychotherapy is an innovative provider of psychotherapy services for individuals, couples, and families. Lamar Advertising offers local advertisers a variety of billboard options in the Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky metro area to reach your target audience. St. Charles Community's mission has always been to serve seniors and their families in an environment of mutual trust, willing cooperation, and sincere understanding. Resultant is a modern consulting firm focused on technology, data analytics, and digital transformation. You can rely on the attorneys at Northwest Law, formerly the Holfinger Svensson Law Firm, to provide personal and professional legal counsel. 
KTS Advocacy is an independent professional healthcare advocate owned and operated by Karen Silver, a master's prepared social worker and board certified patient advocate. Fives Machining Systems designs and supplies machine tool and complete manufacturing solutions in a broad range of industrial sectors. Colonial Heights and Gardens is a senior living community located in Florence, Kentucky. Hi everyone, I am joined by Michael McSwain. He is the owner of Easy Way Medicare, and we are going to talk about uh, Medicare. It's very yeah. important. There's a window open, I understand, for people of a certain age to kind of apply and take advantage of some of those things. Um, so Michael, tell us about you and what you do. Okay, well, um, a little bit about me. Uh, I was raised in Louisville, Kentucky. I went to school at the uh, University of Kentucky in Lexington. And then um, made my way to Northern Kentucky. I worked at Fidelity Investments for a couple years and then uh, kind of broke out in the entrepreneur realm. So I owned a security company as well as uh, did mortgages for 10 years. And then I came across uh, the insurance industry as well as Medicare and fell in love with Medicare. So I've been doing that for the last eight years. I do Medicare full time. So we're in a period right now called the annual election period for Medicare. So this period runs from October the 15th through December the 7th. So this is the time of year that if you're already on a Medicare Advantage plan, uh, those are plans that change every year. The benefits change in terms of maybe what the copay is or added benefits that they've come up with, new benefits. Everyone's probably seen all of the Medicare commercials with all the benefits that they list and things like that. So this is the time of year to kind of shop your plan around, make sure that your prescriptions are being covered properly, that there's might be benefits that you're not getting uh, on your current plan that a different company might offer, um, as well as your all your pharmaceuticals. That's one of the harder parts trying to pick a Medicare plan is finding the company that handles your, you know, your prescription drugs the best. Yeah. And so there are a lot of people, you know, every year that are kind of new to the Medicare, right? You know, the age, you know, you become a certain age, you're allowed to elect it. So for people who are maybe dealing with this process for the first time, what's something that you can say to them or advice that you can give them right now? Sure. So it is, uh, I have a flyer that says Medicare is overwhelming and confusing, and it is. And especially when you're new to Medicare, first off, they get telemarketed a thousand times. They get piles of mail, almost literally that tall. I'm sure, yeah. Uh, and it can be very confusing because they're getting mail about Medicare supplements, and then they're getting mail about Medicare Advantage plans, um, which work completely differently. So um, what I help people do, uh, one of the services I provide is I sit down with people, which is kind of rare these days. A lot of companies want to do everything over the telephone. I can do things over the phone or over the internet, but I sit down with people in person and we just sit down and kind of go over the pros and cons of each type of plan. So there's obviously pros and cons to having a Medicare supplement pros and cons to having a Medicare Advantage plan, and we can talk about that if you want. Um, but that's what I help people do, and then just kind of, once they understand how each plan works, it becomes very easy, I think, for them to decide what's best for them. Yeah, and so what are the differences between that supplement plan and an Advantage plan? 
So a Medicare supplement, or they're also called Medigap policies, they're designed to supplement or fill in the gaps that original Medicare doesn't uh, fully cover. So they don't add additional coverage, they just help pick up the cost that original Medicare doesn't fully cover. So with original Medicare, you have part A and you have part B. A is hospital, skilled nursing, and hospice. And uh, B is basically doctor visits, testing, uh, certain drugs, basically everything else besides A. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's a traditional 80-20 split. So if you have a Medicare supplement, you pay a fixed monthly fee for that. So a person maybe turning 65, a female might pay about 110 a month and for a, what's called a plan G. Um, and when you pay this 110, it picks up the 20% after a small deductible and it picks up your hospitalization uh, fees basically. Um, so that's one way to do it. I always kind of explain it as a fixed cost plan. So you pay a fixed cost. So almost kind of like an all-you-can-eat buffet. So you pay one cost, and no matter how many times you go to the doctor, how many times you get put in the hospital, you've paid your fixed cost up front. So that's kind of how a supplement works. And that's kind of, um, always kind of do it as one side of an equation or another side. Like in other words, the supplement side is kind of like an a la carte menu. You'd have your original Medicare card, you have a drug plan, you have to get that separately, and then you have your supplement. And then if you want things like dental, vision, hearing, you have to buy another policy. So on that side of the equation, you, have, you may have multiple policies to cover your healthcare needs. A Medicare Advantage plan, they're called Part C, uh, combines A, B, and D together. Most of them do, not all of them, but for the most part, um, and for lack of a better word, it's kind of like an all-in-one plan, structured a little bit more like an employer plan, mm -hmm. except for there's really no deductibles for most of them for drugs or medical. So those are structured where you pay a copay. And when I sit down with people, there's books that we have to carry that is basically a book of copays. So it says what everything's going to cost you. Mm -hmm. So those typically cost zero a month, okay? But if you go to the doctor, you may pay a small copay. So most of them these days, if you go to a primary care doctor, you pay zero for the most part. If you go to a specialist, you might pay 35 bucks. So when I sit down with people, part of the conversation is kind of their health history in the sense of, you know, if they're a heavy user of the medical system, they may want to lean towards the Medicare supplement side. Sometimes I sit down with people and they say, you know, I see my doctor once or twice for an annual. A Medicare Advantage plan might fit them a little bit better. Right. And so, obviously, there are a lot of moving pieces when it comes to Medicare, <laughs> just based on, like, the very brief rundown you just gave. When you think about, you know, the types of customers you serve, Obviously, it seems like working with a broker or an agent is going to be beneficial. What do you think are the biggest benefits of working with somebody that is an expert in this? I'd say the first benefit is that um, when we match people with companies, I, 
feel like that we can be honest about what's out there. I feel like if I only worked for one company, I would have to kind of try to shoehorn that person into it, into the company I worked for. Mm -hmm. So in the insurance world, you have what's called captive agents and you have independent agents. A captive agent is someone who works for one company. So as you can imagine, I mean, in the insurance world, uh, you know, sometimes agents may or may not have the greatest reputation in terms of telling the truth in the insurance right. world. So, you know, if you sit down with somebody and you only represent one company, then you've got to kind of convince them that this company is the best company for themselves, uh, which may or may not be the truth for that person. So for me, since I represent multiple companies, I feel like that I can truly and honestly put them in the right carrier that's going to fit their needs the best. Yeah. And it changes every year. So, you know, the right carrier for them may change every year. So if you're, if a person, a lot of people call the company directly. So maybe they're turning 65 or new to Medicare and they may pick up the phone and call XYZ company directly and sign up direct to that company. Well, in the future, you know, let's say a, a new company comes into the market or plans change. That company is not necessarily going to call them and say, hey, this other company has a much better plan for you or something like that. So it just is more, I'd say more um, as brokers, I think we act more as a consumer advocate for people. So yeah, a little bit more choice. That definitely uh, is probably big for a lot of people, you know, 65 and up, you assume at some point you're going to be needing more medical care. Some people obviously don't need it, but others do. Right. So um, say somebody uh, is interested in working with you. What's your process like? Mm -hmm. um, so typically, I do, like I said, I do a lot of things in person. So I do a lot of kitchen table type things. I, I meet people at restaurants, at their house, at libraries, wherever they feel comfortable. I do not have a retail office primarily because I cover a very large territory. Mm -hmm. So I, I drive anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half one way. So I have clients in Louisville, I have clients in Lexington, I have clients in, you know, Northern Ohio. I do a lot of work in Carrollton, Kentucky. Uh, so, um, but when I sit down with people, um, depends on if they're new to Medicare or if they already have a Medicare Advantage plan. but. I mean, the first part is we just kind of get to know each other and I kind of get a feel for, you know, medically what their needs are and um, as well as any other additional needs uh, like dental, vision, hearing, things like that. And then I pretty much know, you know, the plans in that area. So, uh, you know, in my mind when I'm talking to them, I'm kind of matching them up to what I think might benefit them the, the most. Yeah. So... My focus on is on trying to save people money or get them more benefits, which essentially is going to save them money as well. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a long process, I am sure. Um, so how can people get in touch with you if they are interested in reaching out to you and helping them through this process? Uh, they can simply call me. 859-955-4020 uh, is my number. Um, if you happen to get my voicemail, leave a message this time of year. I'm usually in meetings or on the phone, uh, but I do try to call everybody back as quick as I can. But 
And then we would just schedule a time to sit down. And we can sit down over the phone or the computer. I can do that as well. But most of the time, I do it in person. Yeah, I'm sure it helps to sit down and talk to somebody about all of the things. The litany of healthcare is a monster. I know personally as a young person, I would love for somebody to hold my hand in the process. I'm not even dealing with Medicare. Um, But before I let you go, because we've touched on so much, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about with our podcast viewers and listeners? Uh, Yeah, I mean, um, I do do a lot of work in the community. Mm -hmm. And so in terms of how Medicare works, um, I do Medicare full time year round. So in order to do that, I do work with a lot of lower income people. So I, I look to partner with um, uh, like food banks, uh, charities, anybody who helps lower income people, they can change their Medicare plan year round. And those benefits are always changing a lot. This year, there's uh, some pretty strong food benefits. So there's companies that help pay for food uh, for that population. Um, so that helps them a lot. And that's mainly it from the community standpoint. I just, uh, if anybody has any organizations that work with that population, I would be open to trying to help them as well. Yeah, well, that is so great. I know at the Chamber we have so many community partners that especially deal with that low income end of the community. So it's great to know that you're working with those organizations. And then the last thing before you leave, you had a little fun fact about uh, beekeeping and home gardening. So uh, will you share with us? Because I thought that was just so much fun. Uh, Yeah, uh, I mean, I recently purchased a little bit of land. So I'm some in my spare time, I'm not sure how much that I'll have. <laughs> not this season, <laughs> not right, right now. now, like in the spring, maybe. but in the spring, <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at trying to raise bees. Um, it's something that interests me kind of from an environmental standpoint, in the sense that uh, I don't know that much about bees, but I do know that there is kind of a bee crisis. Um, so I'm gonna try to raise some bees there and maybe a garden and you know, um, some things like that. So Hopefully that'll be successful. <laughs> yeah, I am personally looking forward to seeing if you can do the bees. I know that that is, uh, it can be time intensive uh, I think so, yeah. and a little dangerous. <laughs> yeah. I'm personally not a fan of bee stings, but I'm sure it's uh, great for the environment and a very cool and rewarding hobby. I think it will be. I, I'm hoping it will be. I say that until I get stung a bunch of times. <laughs> then I may... Yeah. I may not do bees. Yeah, we'll have you back in the spring to update <laughs> yeah, us on right. your beehive. But, Michael, again, thank you so much for your time today. Uh, I really appreciate it, and I hope that uh, some of our podcast viewers and listeners will reach out if they need help navigating uh, so. the monster that is Medicare. Uh, I hope so. Thank you. Hi, I'm Nancy Spivey, Vice President of Talent Strategies for the Northern Kentucky Chamber of Commerce. And today on this NKY at Work podcast, I have L.A. Stopa. L.A. is with Cancer Support Communities. L.A., tell us a little bit about Cancer Support Communities. Cancer Support Community is a, a national, a nonprofit organization. We have about 50 affiliates across the U.S. And what we offer people that are affected by cancer, and when I say people affected by cancer, I'm not just talking about the patient that's been diagnosed with cancer. I'm talking about the family members and the caregivers and even the employers and the friends and the people that care about the cancer patient. What we do is we provide these cancer patients and their families and caregivers with everything other than the medical treatment. One of the things that we know 
is that getting your medical treatment when you have a cancer diagnosis is never enough. Uh, you know, once upon a time when somebody was diagnosed with cancer, the treatment plan would always be get your chemotherapy, get your radiation, get your surgery. Um, you're going to have to take time off of work, and that was what it was, convalesce. Mm -hmm. um, but we know now that nobody can heal when you're only trying to heal the body. Um, we need support. We can't, when we have cancer or any other kind of serious illness, we can't be isolated. Uh, Social isolation causes even more health problems, as we know. And I think all of us experienced this um, during COVID. We all got a little taste of what it has been like uh, for many, many cancer patients who have found themselves isolated for one reason or another. They can't drive because they don't feel well. Um, their immune system is compromised. Or they just feel awful. Um, I know a lot of women um, with breast cancer, um, they don't like to to go out because they lost their hair. Listen, one cannot get better unless one has a community of support behind them. And that's what we do. So the services that we offer, we call them psychosocial services. And that's really just a fancy way of saying um, social services. It could be anything from education to a support group, to a Tai Chi class, to a craft class. And I have to say, and this is not going to surprise you at all, but our most popular program is called Cooking for Wellness. And we offer these um, here in um, the Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky chapter of Cancer Support Community. We offer our services out of three different locations. Our beautiful headquarters in Blue Ash. Um, we offer it out of Mercy Health in Eastgate. And um, our, most, uh, our newest and most exciting and beautiful place, the Integrative Cancer Center at St. Elizabeth. All of these places have um, a kitchen where we can offer the cooking class. And this is a place where the patient and the family and the friends can come in and they can learn how to cook really nourishing, wonderful foods um, that are good for a body that's going through cancer but are also good for everybody else. And so this is what we do. Um, and it's the sense of community that we know. I mean, this is all evidence-based stuff. We know that patients heal better. They heal faster. Their emotional state is better. And we also know that they get back to work faster. And I think, Nancy, that that was kind of what we wanted to talk about today. Um, we wanted to talk about how these services are really, really helpful for employers who care very much for their employees and are just as devastated as their families are when they're diagnosed with cancer. You're exactly right. I, I really want to talk as an HR professional, as an employer. You know, we know cancer comes to work every day in our community, unfortunately. So yeah. if I'm an employer or I'm the HR practitioner or the manager, how can I support the community and support those affected by cancer? Well, you know, obviously, as an HR manager, I mean, you're administering the health insurance. And so I would say, look, I'm not trying to suggest that the medical treatment is not is not an important part. And so I, I like every good HR manager um, I have ever known, um, I know that you just need to make the employee and the family aware of what the benefits are. Offer your support in helping to understand those benefits and so on. Obviously, being flexible with vacation time 
time. Also, with family members of a cancer patient, if you have um, a husband or a wife or a daughter who is going to have to actually take time off of work, you know, to take a parent or a family member or a child to cancer treatment, be flexible. Do whatever you can do to help with that. But also, um, it's so easy to let people know, listen, take care of yourself too. You know, I know that you care so much about your mom who has cancer, but I need for you to take care of yourself too. What are you going to do to take care of yourself? And actually, I have an idea for you. Are you familiar with cancer support communities? Let me give you a flyer. If you want to go right down uh, the street, if you want to go to Edgewood, to the to a St. Elizabeth's um, Integrative Cancer Center, which is in the, the cancer center there, center. beautiful yes. center, um, they will be able um, to hook you up with a social worker um, who will help you put together a program of things to keep you emotionally and physically healthy. Um, we can meet with you. We can meet with your family members. But most importantly, uh, we want to make sure that you're taking advantage of these no-cost services because they don't cost anything to make sure that you yourself are also getting the support that you need because we want you to be well and we want you to come back to work and we want your loved one to get better. I How think that's I, so important that what you just said is it's not just the patient, it's, not just it's the, the family members, it's the close friends, it's others that are all wrapping around an individual to help them get better. You know, I'll tell you, one of the things that we find with our participants is often the cancer journey itself, at least during the treatment, is not as taxing on the patient as it is on the family members because the patient is like nose to the grindstone, going to all of their, you know, to their infusions and going to their chemotherapy and they're just concentrating on one thing. Listen, the trauma of the cancer diagnosis may hit later, you know, I mean, there's all of that. But usually during that treatment time, it's very, very difficult on the family. It's very stressful. It's, it's stressful financially. It's stressful emotionally. Um, it's really very, um, it's really taxing. And so this is why, and it's a misnomer, you know, that we're just for the cancer patient. So I'm glad that you emphasize that because we really want the entire family um, to take part in these services and to feel free to know that they're our guests and know that they're part of the cancer community. And the employer. So again, back to the employer yes. at work piece. If I'm an employer, how do I contact you? Well, uh, you know, I'll tell you what I'd like to do for employers. And actually, can, can I drop some science on you? Sure. Okay. Um, I, I brought this cheat sheet, but I wanted to let um, the employers that are watching this, this podcast, the HR managers, I wanted to, to give them sort of a sense of really the impact that cancer is having on their workplace. Now, look, this is all the cold, hard numbers. But sure. again, HR managers are also charged with uh, maintaining the bottom line. And so um, I, I want I want everybody to really understand the impact, not just the emotional impact, but the financial impact. So um, here are some statistics um, that were uh, gathered together by Cancer Support Community's um, uh, corporate office. It's the advocate office in, in Washington, D.C. Um, what they've gathered for us, we know that in 2010, and so we know that it's much higher, the cost of cancer to U.S. employers was approximately $264 billion. It's not cheap when employees um, are diagnosed with cancer or when their family members are. Lost productivity costs are two to three times higher than medical and pharmacy costs. 
80% of working age survivors return to their job, with 20% of those experiencing work limitations one to five years after the diagnosis, which sure. affects productivity. Of course. And productivity is not a dirty word, you know, that's, that's what business is about. Um, every $1, this is my favorite one, every $1 spent on psychosocial supports equals an ROI of $4 in improved health and productivity. So that's a positive one. And then um, the other thing, too, that I wanted to say, this is sort of general, um, and I think I mentioned this before, but cancer support communities' evidence-based programs are designed to reduce anxiety, depression, social isolation, and are offered at no cost to any individual and any employer. So you asked me, you know, how would an employer, um, uh, you know, inform people? You know what I'd like to do for any employer? I'd like to create a personalized flyer for each individual employer um, that every HR manager can have. And so when the HR manager um, is informed that a member of their team, a member of their, of their company family um, has been affected by cancer, that in addition to all of the other supports that I know that they're already offering, they'll just simply be able to hand them this flyer with contact information right there. We want to make it as easy as possible. It's so, so important that at the time um, of diagnosis and putting together the treatment plan that these psychosocial supports are integrated into it right at the beginning so it becomes part of the plan. That's what we want people to do. We don't want people to wait until there's burnout in the family, until somebody has to quit their job. You know, it's, this is not what we want for people. It's, it's, it, it, there's just better way to do this. I think this is a wonderful resource. I'm so glad we're here talking about it because, again, I think making people aware, yes. you know, that's why we have this NKY at Work podcast is yes. to make employers aware things are going on at work. How can we provide resources and tools to make it efficient and effective for employers and employees to work together? Absolutely. L.A., so, I thank you so much for coming Thank you in. so much, Nancy. I appreciate you. it. It's good to see you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Shannon Schumacher, Account Executive, Kentucky Market Leader. At Haran, we champion bold innovation to help employers and individuals thrive. As an industry thought leader, we explore new horizons in healthcare, benefits, employee engagement, and wellness. We work harder to deliver all the strategic benefits, planning, and execution you expect from a true partner. And we do it with laser focus on your short and long-term outcomes to help manage your benefits while improving your employee experience. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining the podcast today. I hope you guys enjoyed hearing from Michael and LA. I know that I am very happy that I do not have to deal with Medicare right now, but in the future, I am sure I will be looking to hire an agent when that time comes. Don't forget to register for this week's NKYP Lunchtime Leader Chat. You can register for that at nkychamber.com slash events. Also want to give you guys a heads up that next week we will not be having a podcast. We are going to give you guys some time ahead of the Thanksgiving holiday to spend more time with your families and wrap up all of the crazy things you have to do at work on that Monday. Finally, if you are a member who would like to be featured on the podcast, or if you're interested in becoming a member of the Northern Kentucky Chamber of Commerce, please reach out to Lynn Aitlin. And if you're interested in sharing your workforce strategies and resources on NKY at work, please reach out to Nancy Spivey.
Once again, I would like to thank our podcast sponsors, CVG, C-Crew Consulting, and Haran. Have a great rest of your day, guys. I will talk to you in two weeks. 